Hey, what's going on, my friend? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Patty. Hello. And today <laughs> we are going to talk about what it's like to attend one of our retreats. A lot of the people that end up coming are people that listen to this podcast because that's the way they can get to know both Patty and I. So just to kind of let you guys know and inform you, we thought we would do a whole episode where we just kind of run through what it is we do there, just so you have that information. Okay, so one of the first things we do is a welcome circle. We do that the evening upon arrival. We have a nice bonfire. By now, we have kind of dialed in the house we like to rent. It's mm-hmm. this beautiful house, and they have this really nice outside area with a nice big fire pit. Beautiful so, view. Yeah, right yeah, in the oh right gosh, with the red rocks. Got yeah, a great view. But uh, anyway, we had this welcome circle. So what we'd like to do there is because when everyone arrives, it's everyone's you know happy to be there, sort of relieved to be done traveling, but still not quite really out of their shell. We're all we're all just getting to know each other. It's a natural thing. Some people feel a little bit nervous, especially if they're really introverted. So it's a really good way to um, kind of break the ice and get everybody to kind of speak a little bit about themselves and um, get to know each other. Yeah, we like to ask people like where they're from, what their favorite food is. No, just kidding. Yeah. Not that. Their favorite color. <laughs> number. No, no, because we try to get people to open up a little bit by saying like, you know, what what are you doing here? Yeah, why are, why you, are here? you here? Who are, tell us a little bit about yourself. And just, just everyone going around this circle and doing that, it really does make a huge difference. It gives kind of a formal opening where everyone's like, okay, now we're here. And they're, they're already putting to the forefront of their mind, this is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. I have this big goal. I want to have this big breakthrough. I want to have this transformation. And it's like, it's like it, 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 even more so than um, getting to know one another, it's about also setting an intention. Because when one person shares, I wanna have this transformation, and everybody around hears that, everybody around is almost expecting that from that person, in, in a sense, adding to that manifestation potential. So these collective group intention settings are just, they are freaking powerful. Yeah. So that's another reason why we do it. And it's also really cool to see how most of the people that come to the retreat, every retreat has its own sort of theme of the people that want to sh- come and have a s- specific type of transformation or change within themselves. And most of the people have the same sort of intention every retreat even and it it's always different so it's really cool to see that and other people it it gives people the opportunity to see that they're not alone in what they're trying to get from the retreat yes and that's another yeah another cool thing is that a lot of people with their intentions the things they're looking for from the retreat it's almost surprising to them when they see everyone else having the same Mm -hmm. thing. Like, I want to find my life purpose. Like, if we were to go around, you know, during Thanksgiving this last few days and talk about, God, I I really want to manifest my life purpose. I really want to, I really want to have, you know, find out the gifts I came to to share Mm -hmm. with humanity. Like, that sounds like total nonsense. So a lot of people, they keep them to themselves, obviously. But when you get around a bunch of other people who, like, you can just tell by the way they speak and communicate that this person is like me. They're wired Mm -hmm. the same. They have a very similar view on life. And it's so comforting, like... It's uh, that welcome circle in itself. Not not the, not that we do anything special. It's really a simple thing we do. It's just the people when they come together and realize they're among true, 
um, like-minded, like-minded individuals. It's like sometimes it's the first time they've ever experienced anything like that. So it's so beautiful to watch, right? Yeah, it's so cool. But then after that, we just kind of hang out. Again, a lot of people are tired from traveling. We have the official welcome circle around the fire. We have some snacks out. And then after that, we just kind of hang out, just mm-hmm. chill and just, you know, get to know and each just other. just connect, yeah. Yeah. So the next thing we do, I'll talk about the hikes. Every morning we have a hike. And they go to specific vortex sites in Sedona. The vortex sites are, con- are areas on the planet where there's a concentration of earth force energy yeah and that's my best way to, to describe it i like it. to just call it earth medicine earth medicine yeah <laughs> it just it's a it's a very high vibration mm-hmm. and some people can literally feel this some people will feel tingling and energy going through their body some people it's not so much it's not like that for me for me it's more like when i spend time there i will feel myself really tapped in to mm-hmm. my higher self really really like aligned with my soul very clear So I got that text. Um, so anyway, so we, we go to these specific, um, these, these sort of, me, I've done a little bit of experimentation and we have friends. I quite, I think there's a lot of friends that live in Sedona. So or visit there frequently. Yeah. So we've done a lot of research into the best hikes and each, each vortex site, if you will, has sort of a different type of energy, mm-hmm. all powerful, yeah. but that can help you with different things. Some are more, ma- some are more masculine, mm-hmm. some are more feminine mm-hmm. and, and some, some are have both. both. Yeah. So we, we really, it's a well strategized hike mm-hmm. basically and the way we do the hikes i know a lot of people they have they're, they're hung up on the hikes they, they think like man i want to go I, I like Vic and patty i i, I resonate with their themes but i don't want to i don't know if i have the physical you know capability i'm not like super fit or something and i can't be hiking all day up some kind of treacherous cliff but my friends it's not like that the way we do it is we usually will have well for first of all me and patty don't come alone we have a team we have mm-hmm. two or three assistants at all times um, at least now we do. And we'll have two to three groups. And group one are, are the variety that they don't care to climb. They don't care to push themselves. They want to just take in the views, feel the energy, and just sort of relax there. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have we'll have an assistant, someone from our team that is with that group. And I'll usually bounce around. So it's not that Victor always goes to the top. It's I kind of make myself available for everybody as mm-hmm. best I can. Yeah. Um, and, and the way it's the way we do that, it's like the people who are in group one, they don't feel bad. It's, it's not like this hierarchy. It's people are sort of free to experience the vortex sites in the way that is best for them. And then of course, group two, as you know, that's where usually Patty stops. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is usually where I hang out. It's like I go up a little ways and then I kind of hang out like in the middle area. I don't, I like to stay on the ground. Yeah. I don't really care to climb up, um, you know, all the way to the top. It's cool. And I, I still haven't done it at, um, Cathedral. In, in Sedona, but, um, I did try to go, but then we got lost and it was like, this yeah. is like the first retreat we had. And I was like, nope, I'm not, I'm done. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't care to go to the top. So I usually, but I like to go a little bit farther than usually the people that want to have the first stop. So I usually stop in the middle and then, um, sometimes there's a few people with me. Usually a decent amount of people are in the middle. Yeah. And last time actually at um, Cathedral, I took, we went on a different hike that was um, flat and there's like a spot in the middle where you can kind of go off to the left or right and, um, and just 
take in the views, get a different view of cathedral and um, be able to still do some sort of uh, activity without um, overexerting yourself or climbing up too high um, if you if you feel uncomfortable with heights. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing I want to mention is that we take plenty of breaks. We really are mindful. Like me and usually like if Josh is there, he's like a younger kid, we could just zoom up that mountain very quickly. But we don't do that. We, we, we really take our time and make sure the whole group kind of goes as a whole and sort of breaks off into the three groups sort of naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? And then once we, once we get to our, and then you don't have to stay in a group. It's not like official like that. I'm just kind of, this is just for conversation's sake, the way I'm explaining it. It's sort mm-hmm. of a loose format with, with, within what we're saying. But once you get to like your point of destination, again, what you can choose to go up or down after that point, um, usually people will hang out. They'll either sit there and they'll talk. Some take people pictures. take pictures. Some people will go off and meditate. Um, sometimes like Josh, he brought a drum that one time and yeah. they're like doing like, like, I don't know, we, we were looking down at them and they were doing some something funky, some kind of breath work with yeah. drums. And oh, it's really fun. It's just just being anywhere, even at the very bottom in the parking lot near those Vortex sites, it's all the same. You don't have to go to the top to feel it. The whole Sedona as a whole is one big vortex know, in a yeah. sense. But mm-hmm. when you go to these concentrated sites, anywhere it's fair game, everywhere you get immaculate views and you really get to take in the experience in your own way. But we won't. we can't leave out group number three. Where for the courageous folks who want to go to the top, at least as high as we choose to go. And uh, that can be very transformative for some people because some people, they really want to get to the top. And but there's uh, some fear but there's associated fear. with that. And, and then they get to, they get the opportunity to overcome their fear. And, and for some people, that's such a huge... Um, that's like their miracle. Thing, yeah, in itself that they just um, have a huge transformation just right there. Yeah. I remember Maya, Maya was, Maya's like, she's wired. She was in a, a, a retreat attendee. She's wired like me. I could just tell very, like very, very type a, very like action oriented. When she says she's going to do something, she does it. And she, you know, she has some health problem with her knees or something. And she couldn't get to the, to the top part, to, to the group one or whatever, to the top portion of bell rock. Mm-hmm. One of the hikes we go on. And she was like very upset about it, uh, very sort of upset. And mm-hmm. so she was a little emotional and I felt really bad for her, but I knew this was part of her process. And then lo and behold, when the we went to day. the the next day, we went to the, the other hike, uh, cathedral rock, which is like really epic. She made it to the top and it was so glorious. Yeah. She was so proud of herself. It was so so amazing yeah and a lot i mean even just thinking that there's something that you can't physically do that can be just a big um weight on your shoulders so when you are have an opportunity to overcome that it's just it's honestly for us it's really beautiful to watch people do that it's amazing. amazing it's a real gift to be able to witness this from so many people mm-hmm. but anyway you know group three they go up pretty high and then they hang out there and that's where we do the same thing we take pictures we hang out we meditate we talk you know and we just kind of spend time there you could journal you some people i saw last time with like tarot doing tarot readings mm-hmm. it really is like whatever you want to do again just being up there is cool but i would say the hikes last about three hours yeah. From start to finish. We yeah. take our time. We, you know, people go to the bathroom and stuff before we leave. And, and it's before like, we go. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I'd say about three hours is, is accurate to three hours. It just depends also on, um, like one time it started kind of raining a little bit. So we had to kind of cut it short, but yeah. you know, it's, 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 um, it's a really beautiful way to start the morning. I'm going to say that. Yeah. We do that earlier in the morning. We go a little bit earlier. 
um, just so we avoid the crowds because the, the good, really good hikes in Sedona, they tend to like, they have small parking lots, unfortunately. Yeah. And we usually roll up with there with like at least three vehicles, yeah. if not more. When, at my women's retreat, we had, I think, four or even five at one point different cars <laughs> yeah and plus like, to avoid the heat as well yeah we have them in august sometimes and it, it gets hot quickly but it's usually beautiful when we go in the morning yeah um but anyway out of the three hours there's maybe a third of that is actually moving mm-hmm. you know a lot of the time we're just kind of hanging out or taking breaks so it's really not we're not meant we don't do the hikes to work you out we do that to have you experience the sedona vortexes and spend time with the group Okay, so that's that's enough about the hikes, I would say. We do that in the morning, and then we come back. And I know everyone's a little hungry and ready, ready to kind of like dig in, but yeah. so, me... Well, we do have snacks for people to come and like eat a little something right when they get back. So and breakfast, not, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course, breakfast. That's breakfast, then hike. But then the hike, you know, people get hungry. So um, when we get back, we have snacks, and then we go into the next... You want me to tell it? Say it? <laughs> so yeah, when people come off the hike, we're just building this up for no reason. We're just being silly. There's nothing, no huge surprise here. Um, but after the hikes, people were all in a very high vibe state and you could feel it. You just feel very tapped in. You're, you're just at a very peak, sort of peak vibrational energy if I was to put it in esoteric terms. So me and the crew like to take advantage and we have a, I have a couple of assistants that usually, we circle through assistants, but usually it's Josh. He was like a breathwork master and then Forrest, he's like a meditation guy. Really study with monks, travel with monks, and and then me. So, you know, there's a combination of us three. We'll, we'll take you through a little light kundalini yoga that I personally guide you through normally. It's subject to change. Josh will oftentimes offer uh, a little bit of a breathwork session. With the, We're all in a group. We all line up yoga mats in a circle in this huge living room all glass glass windows yes, looking over at the red Be- rocks i think you can see bell rock from that yes house. you can yeah. it's, it's a ma- very very serene setting so we get into that situation and we just guide you through different routines and we don't make them challenging to the point where where it's like this huge huge endeavor we like to show you a little glimpse into things that we all do every day like i meditate every day i do the same routine every day josh does breath work every day and these are things these are tools that you can we 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 show you and walk you through in a way that you're going to remember and you're going to like you're going to see the effectiveness so that you can always tap back in to the same state of being um with this practice you can go home with so it's very powerful. In fact, after the retreat, I send you, I send you a little, uh, a little video that sort of walks you through this, so you can always kind of revisit this energy whenever you want. So that's kind of why we do it to really help you. We want you to integrate this amazing state of consciousness you cultivate here in Sedona, and that's one of the ways of doing it. It's also powerful. So people do have breakthroughs a lot of times during like forests. Forrest does this loving kindness meditation where mm-hmm. people usually cry. It's very beautiful. It's really beautiful. And the breath work we do with Josh and the Kundalini Yoga, it's it's still very powerful. And then after that, we're freaking starving and we all feast. We have lunch. We'll serve you nice, healthy, high vibration meals for lunch. And then we just kind of get to relax and hang out for a little while. Um, and then we, I wrote down here powerful workshops. You want to talk about some of the things we do? Um, well, like we do like group activities maybe the word workshop threw you off you don't remember yeah are you talking about the um 
like when we break into like groups of five or three? Well, yeah, we won't, we won't get into all the details, I guess, about the, the workshop. But essentially what we do is we take advantage of the group and we'll do, this is where we kind of get go a little deep. And we do, a lot of the stuff we, we run people through are things that we learn from our shaman teachers. Mm-hmm. Just different group activities that really help you open up and have these emotional uh, like releases yeah. and breakthroughs. And, and um, because like, we're always learning new things. We're always like on the hunt to uh, find what we feel works best. It's like, um, or what we feel works best for cracking people open. Um, it's always changing. It's always it's always different. So, um, uh, one of the things we've been doing lately that I find to be super powerful is, um, I call it the "you show up to me" as exercise. Um, where it's one person will sit in the middle and the people in it's, it's usually, did I already say it break? We break up into small groups. You mentioned it, but sort of quickly. It'd so, be yeah. like, um, a groups that we'd break up into like groups of four or five. So one person sits in the middle and then the other people will say, you show up to me as, and then, um, go into as much detail as they feel called to, to tell that person how they see the person in the middle. And, um, it's really beautiful because most people don't see themselves accurately and we look at ourselves through, um, our inner judge and, um, like I'm not doing enough here and I should be this way and I should be that way. So it's a really beautiful way to, to break through that barrier and, um, and know that, your inner judge is all it is. It's not who you intrinsically are. Yes. You get to rewire your self-perception in a very short span of time. It's extremely powerful. powerful. It's mind-blowing. In fact, a lot of people, they get very emotional. Mm -hmm. And it's also beautiful to share and tell other people how you think of them. Like, I don't always tell my friends, I I think you're an amazing person. I think you have this amazing gift of doing this, this, and this. And you have this warm heart. Whatever it is. so that, that's, that's an example. We don't go into all, we yeah. do many and different things and it's always evolving. Right, exactly. That's what I was try, trying to say, but I didn't say it that clear. Yeah. Is that, you know, that's one exercise that we do, um, but there's... To give an example. Yeah, there's always new things coming into our field, so... Um, yeah, in yeah. fact, like I'm uh, tomorrow. In fact, I leave for t- the Tony Robbins date with Destiny, mm-hmm. and then Patty did a retreat recently where she did a fire walk with some. Um, what was her name? Heather, Heather Ashamara. Yeah. So me and Patty are always investing in ourselves and really, really, really going almost to the extreme of self development and investing in 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 these different things to really make us better and better and better retreat hosts. Yeah, and I mean. Um, as you, he, Vic mentioned, I did a fire walk where you, you literally walk on hot coals and, um, and then this, sorry to cut you off, but this year you're going to get certified, well, right? That's We're going to be was, adding that yeah, in the near future to our Sedona retreats. Say. Yeah. So in July, she's having a, a fire walk certification and, um, so I'm going to do that. So eventually we'll be offering the, uh, a fire walk as well, which literally changed my life. So, yeah. I mean, it, it. It's uh, it's powerful. So we're excited to be able to add that in the future. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just because this podcast is telling you, this is how we do our retreats now. Um, 
But as we keep they're saying, always they're evolving. always evolving. There's always new things coming into our field. So we always are like looking to make them better and better and better. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe because we are literally on the lookout, we're like, we have a very strong intention to help people as much as possible. So we, I feel like we get inspired ideas, mm -hmm. things kind of almost like the universe says these two people are trying to heal and help others. And we just really, it's been like a very guided experience this entire time, almost like we channeled what we do at yeah. the retreats there it's we're just kind of following our intuition with all this mm -hmm. and so we never know where it's going to take us yeah exactly. but it's always improving <laughs> right okay the next cool thing i'm excited to talk about is jennifer yeah this awesome psychic jennifer. jennifer man and i'm sort of even though i do my you know talk about these different esoteric topics on youtube i'm pretty skeptical i'm not quick to buy into the new age sort of stuff and I, i've had my fair share of sort of in a, like, you know, not very good psychics, I would say. Yeah. And so I got to a point where I was sort of hardened about it. And my friend Aaron, Aaron Dowdy, he's like obsessed with seeing psychics. He's always, he's got like people always, he sees on a regular, regular basis. Yeah, he's yeah. always like wanting to get session with this, that, and the other. Um, so we got to Sedona and he wanted to find a psychic. It was like our first trip together. And he found this woman named Jennifer and he went to see her. And I just sort of drove him there and sat in the car and waited for him. And he came out... Oh, God. He's like, we always call him the hype master. Oh, my God. Yeah. The he's the, the king of hyping things up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, like, my bro, God. Oh, my God. Life changing. You, you got to go in. I already paid for you. You just you get to go right now. Uh -huh. I was like, uh, I don't know if I even want to, man. But he I just could tell he was really like almost like a like imagine like someone who just saw like uh, something like a UFO or something. And they just came in the room. And they had that look in their eyes like, oh. Like something just happened to that person. I could tell. So I was like, all right, Aaron, whatever. Since you paid, I'm, I'm going to go check it out. And so I, I kind of had my guard up about half the session because she really comes at you kind of strong, would you she say? Does. Oh, yeah. She's very, she's very matter of fact. And she um, tells you exactly the information that is coming to her. And she gets um, her messages from Archangel Gabriel. And yeah. so, um, very blunt, very yes. confident and very assertive, mm -hmm. very like sure for herself, like, bah, 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 bah. Mm -hmm. it's like, whoa. So it's almost like I had my guard up. Um, but at the, towards the end of the ser the session, I started to really just got, I just, my, it's like my, it's like my soul resonated with what she was saying. I was mm -hmm. like, wow, like this just, I don't know whether she gets this info from Gabriel or not, I don't, I don't care what she's saying is just resonates deeply is helpful. It's relevant. It's inspiring. It's confirming. And I left that session feeling amazing too. Yeah. And, and she's become like a friend of ours. Yeah. And, she comes um, to all Aaron. our retreats now. She even was at my women's retreat. Yeah. She's and become I, a big part of yeah, the retreats. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to have her come. And the, the, getting a, a session with her is like optional. It's pretty inexpensive currently. Well, I don't know what she's gonna, what'll happen in the future, but right now it's only forty bucks a session. Yeah. That's real cheap for a really good psychic. Yeah. Um, and I really, I don't know the way. Like she's already, she's always been good, but I feel like when she comes and just because, again, there's all that 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 powerful collective intention among all the participants that it's like just magic flows to that woman at yeah. the retreats, and and she and just like. The combination of all the things we do, plus like usually a mind blowing experience with Jennifer, where it's, she tells you exactly what you need to hear, and you leave. Some people come up in tears. People come up just, just really glowing. Yeah. It's uh, it really adds a, a pop of power to the retreats, and it's a real, real blessing to have her working with us. Yeah, yeah. And then, let's see. Beyond that, 
So Jennifer usually comes around like, you know, on two of the days. Yeah. Well, because there's so many people usually that want readings one day just isn't enough because like, you know, for my, Not women's, even close yeah, to for my women's retreat, when she came, <clears throat> I was only going to have her come one of the days, but only half of the people were able to get readings just because of the time that it takes to yes. get a reading, you know? Um, yeah, she'll come for like eight hours for two, two of the days and people just circle and go through. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, uh, it, it's, yeah, it, it takes a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. So, and then after that, what we do is we give everyone a little bit of free time. We like to kind of keep you active, keep you working on yourself, but it's also a lot of people are just so excited to be in Sedona and they want to kind of go off and explore yeah, and there's only so much time. Sedona has to offer. There's so many cool little crystal shops and yeah. new agey places there that people just get so excited to go and just check them out. Check out the town. It's, it's neat. And so yeah. usually around like four or five o'clock, it's like free time for a few hours where people can go off and get dinner. We don't serve dinner at that time, though there's usually leftover and snacks yeah is where people can go off then it's also a time for me and patty and the team to kind of rest Reboot. because if we were just on all the time um it, we wouldn't be very good hosts yeah and also what one of the things that we do differently than um a lot of other people that ho hold host host hold um, retreats is that we actually stay at the house with you guys. Yes. So most people, they don't do that. So we, we do need the time in the evening to sort of, um, yeah, reboot ourselves yeah. to like get back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a win-win for everybody. Mm -hmm. Just, we, we did that the first time and was, it was like, wow, this really, this really is perfect. This helps very much. And it's some people, perfect. some people hang back and kind of hang out with us. Yeah. Like last time, one of the times Jackie was there and she like watched me and uh, Josh work out and she was kind of like, we yeah. were talking about we were that. I was dancing. You were dancing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the weirdness will, the weird will begin stuff when that we do. Yeah. People leave. No, <laughs> so no one's going to ever leave now. <laughs> yeah. But at my women's retreat, um, a lot of people decided to stay at that time. So they had pizza delivered and um, my assistants went to Whole Foods and picked up some food for people. So it, it was, um, yeah. it, it's not, it doesn't mean just because you can leave doesn't mean you have to. No, definitely. You know? Some people sleep and they're like yeah, some chill on the hammocks naps. or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's that. And then like. Um, and then usually we'll always meet back again in the evening, like mm -hmm. six, seven, eight o'clock and we'll have our fire ceremonies, which are always different. The mm -hmm. night one is a, the welcome ceremony, real, real chill. Mm -hmm. Night two is the letting go ceremony. That's a very powerful one where everyone goes around the circle and me and Patty participate in all this too. And we share, we have an intention. We share something we want to let go of, whether it's a, it's a, a lack of belief in ourselves or, or a bad a habit, a, a pattern we're recognizing, mm -hmm. or a self-sabotage, resentment, or really anything. And Sedona will really help bring to light what's, the best thing to, to let go. So it, this is something that people don't have to think hard about. Mm -hmm. And the more, more, the more, the more vulnerable people and honest they can get, the better. And, mm -hmm. you know, I usually try to set the tone by being really just honest and vulnerable to kind of get people to like, this is an opportunity to really let go of some big stuff right here and give it to the fire. Mm -hmm. And when you do it in front of all these people, man, just, just discussing it and sharing openly in front of people who you know aren't judging you and are loving you, it's it's so powerful, this, let, this letting go ceremony we do. Yeah. And um, also, I mean, you know, <laughs> your words have so, so much power. So when you're saying that I am releasing this thing, whatever it is, that no longer serves me, mm -hmm. that it 
sends that out into the universe, you know? So yeah. just feeling it just and, and verbalizing it, there's power in that. You don't even really have to do anything. It just, it, the universe conspires with you to make that happen. Yeah. yeah. So that's one of the reasons why we do these ceremonies because it, it um, it's just so powerful. It is. And you start to see people go through their process that next day and that night. Mm -hmm. like, when you start putting out there like what you want to let go of, then it's like the retreat helps you in a sense. Not just the retreat, just everything. The, the energy, medicine. the earth medicine, the, the, the group intention. Mm -hmm. And you start, pe this is where people start usually going through, me and Josh always call it, this is where people get cracked open yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> and that the people get emotional and they just have these, these transformations literally that mm -hmm. you can see. And then also I didn't even put it on there. What, one of the things that really helps facilitate this is what Patty does. She sets up her rape bar. You want to tell them a little bit about what you do with that? Yes. Um, okay. So I have, I have talked about rape, um, on other podcasts, but, um, I'll go into it briefly now. So <clears throat> what rape is, is it's, um, a non-psychoactive plant medicine and it is um, an Amazonian snuff and it gets blown up your nose um, and uh, maybe the cliff notes of this huh? yeah I know I was like how, how deep do I want to get into this it's a really beautiful medicine that's made in an extremely sacred way by these the tribes people and they put their prayers in the medicine and different rapes do different things and um, for the most part, what they do is they can, they ground your energy, they balance out your chakras, they can open up specific chakras depending on which ones um, I have and I use. And um, they are a really beautiful, it's a really beautiful medicine to work with um, to help clear your blockages and open up your pathway sort of as a really great gateway for healing yeah she's being modest though what what happens is when people show up and she does this she you do other stuff whatever yeah you, it depends patty goes into like channeling mode and does she's like an energy healer now believe it or not like you just sort of become one in the last couple of years yeah. and and some of the things we've seen you do is just amazing where there was a, a couple times where just again you just sort of follow I get, your intuition in a way right yeah i i so um as some of you might know i get um, I hear messages. So when I'm doing rapé and when I'm serving rapé to people, um, I will get messages. Sometimes it's just to spray them with rose water and, and let them sit and be. And sometimes it's, I get the message to, uh, um, start moving some energy through their body, um, through rattle or drumming. Um, or I'll do get called to do Reiki on, on a person. Um, uh, I, I actually had someone, uh, come to me one time they wanted to get served rape and I, she sat down and I said, how are you feeling? And she's like, well, I have a little bit of a headache and I was like, okay, so we'll do rape later, but I'm going to do some work on you to help move the energy out of, you know, and clear your headache. And I worked on her for 15 minutes or so. And, um, when I was done, I was like, how do you feel? She's like, my headache is pretty much gone now. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so come see me in a little bit when your headache's gone and we'll serve you rapé. But yeah. so there's Talk, other things. Tell them about too. the Venus. Remember what happened to Venus? There was someone who came? The yeah. Retreat. Well, well, anyway, 
uh, real, real quickly, we'll go into, um, Venus. Venus, um, had a lot of, um, a lot of healing work that she was really focused on doing. So she had come up to me multiple times, um, to, uh, to get served rape and get some healing work. And one of the times it was like nothing I'd ever seen before. And we, we ended up, we moved from inside, we were outside and I was, I was like with her and I got the thought like, man, I wish, I wish I had a drum and somebody came out and I was like, go, go get Josh's drum. Cause I didn't have my drum with me. And I, and so they went and they brought me the drum and it was like this big, thing of like 30 minutes of like of, a kundalini you know, yeah activation or something where just the energy was flowing through her to the point where everyone around could feel it yeah and at one point everyone in their room was in tears because they were witnessing just something almost like just remarkable yeah a that remarkable was remarkable spiritual catharsis that they could literally feel physically and emotionally and that was the first one i think that was what opened her up to have the the bigger more release yeah there was multiple with that yeah. person but that, that happened again with other people that kind of thing that's yeah. not going to happen for everybody it's not necessary but there's just a power in you doing that whatever it is you do in that retreat setting where it just it kind of adds another flate another uh another Another point component. of another component, another like a, a asset, I would say, to the transformation process. Yeah. All these different things, they all kind of work together. And even like um, at my women's retreat, Jennifer was sending people. She said, go tell Patty to do this or whatever. Go, yeah. <laughs> go to, and so I'm like, um, OK, let's let's do this thing. And, and I just I when you if you come up to me and ask me for a healing or what, uh, energy work, <clears throat> I don't really know what I'm going to be doing as I'm talking to you, trying to figure out what you're working with. Um, because as I'm working with you, that's when I get the messages of what needs to be done. And um, uh, at my women's retreat, I had a um, someone had a really big healing. And at one point, my sister-in-law was sitting because she had come to, to the women's retreat too. And um, she was sitting behind me and I looked over at her and I was like, I don't think you're going to want to sit there. <laughs> and she was like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because, you know, it's like when you're moving energy and clearing energy from people, you don't want to be in the line of fire. <laughs> you know? No, yeah, yeah. So th there's that. I guess one of the last things we'll talk about is our final fire ceremony. Mm -hmm. Unless there's something else you want to add. Okay, good. No. Um, we have after that, after the letting go ceremony, what we feel is appropriate is then an intention setting ceremony where it's the same thing. We're all around the fire after kind of hitting the town, hanging out, um, and we share with the group and to ourselves what we want to, what, what are our, what's our, our big intention? What's, what do we want to manifest? It's like a manifestation ceremony, essentially. Mm -hmm. And you share what you want, you put out there boldly, you know, and you think, we encourage people to think big. Like, what do you want? What do you want your life to look like? Yeah. What kind of career do you want? Where do you want to live? How do you want to feel? Who do you want to be around? Like, you really just lay it out there, like what you want. And it, there's, it, oh, you can just feel it. Mm -hmm. In fact, remember that one time when it was raining and we did the ceremony oh, yeah. inside, mm -hmm. it was like around, we had all the yoga mats laid out and then it was like thundering and lightning, lightning. and we were putting our intentions out there. That was crazy. Yeah. Like and everyone was, could feel the power there. It was so awesome too. Cause it was like, as soon as our, our, um, circle was closed, then it was, 
this the storm sort of had passed and it was just like lightly sprinkling it was like the yeah. the, the storm was sort of working with our energy that we were working with it was yeah. really amazing yeah and then be and then beyond that another component we didn't really emphasize though it's a huge part of it i wrote down bonding connecting and laughing like when you go through that type of experience with a group of people that you already pretty much immediately feel comfortable with, you know, not immediately, but, you know, a, a very unique group of people, like well, the kind of people it, that come, they're very different. There's all age groups, mm -hmm. all, all gender, all, all different types of people. Um, but there's a very obvious commonality and that's like a degree of a level of consciousness, not some, not to like you know build anyone up or anything but just everyone is very a spiritual person a very yeah. loving well, conscious person and there's the common um uh i can't think of the word right now but like you, they all follow you, you they, they all have that light channel. worker type of energy yeah I would so say. they all have that um common thing in so it it's um it's almost like an immediate sort of connection yeah. even if you feel like you're not connecting with somebody right away you know it's you have that common bond in mind you yeah know? and then we all we me and patty patty is like real extroverted i'd be getting more extroverted definitely i used to always say i'm shy but i'm not shy anymore when you're, you say, you're, I'm just, not, I'm not, you're shy. not shy you're just introverted i'm not even not... that introverted i'm, I'm pretty talkative at the retreats yes say. but that do, introverts are not not talkative they're just more choosy of their words than an extroverted yeah. person. But the I point guess. is, like, we have with you guys, me, us, and Josh, and we have like some, we, and, and just our assistants, Forrest, we, we're, we do a good job of making sure everyone's enjoying themselves. And, and mm -hmm. we really are, I think we're great at making everyone feel comfortable. Yeah. And by the end, everyone's talking and crying and hugging and just loving each other. A lot of the people, they remain friends oh, after yeah. the retreat to this day. Mm -hmm. We're getting invites of meetups or five or six, with five or six people, you know, whether it's here or there. Mm -hmm. um, and people post the pictures online and on, on the different Facebook groups that we have. Each each retreat has its own Facebook group. And it's yeah. usually filled up with pictures and reunions yeah. and it's uh and it's the, really the friends that are formed is just it's so amazing yeah i like we've had people fly out to visit other people yeah you know multiple that, cases of that yeah so it's um and we've even had people that lived in the same city as each other and they like reconnect you know all the time because they live near each other and we do we've had know? people we've had several times where people come to vegas yeah remember like uh who, who, well, Reagan and Lindsay. we took to the pool oh, yeah, at Lifetime. Right, yeah. We just met up with a bunch of, a bunch of female, Reagan and, and Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay. Yeah. Um, went hiking. So yeah, we're down to hang out afterwards too. Yeah. So it's just, it's like we're building these communities of uh, like-minded people as well. Yeah. Not it's, us, it's just sort of the space is, is, uh, it's ripe for that. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyways, we just wanted to kind of lay, lay this out, let you know exactly what goes down. A lot of people are on the fence and they don't, you know, they don't really know what exactly to expect. And this yeah. is, a, would say, a very clear layout of how we currently run the retreats for anyone who's interested, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I agree. I, and, you know, they're just going to keep getting better and better because the more work that me and Vic do on ourselves and, and the more... Um, uh, the retreats and things that we go to we yeah. the more ideas that we'll get and we you know um 
it's 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 really exciting you know to to be to really honestly to just be a part of it because yeah. we do our own healing work too you know at these retreats sometimes and it's it's powerful for us yeah. just being there with you guys so it's it's like it's just such a joy to be able to be whatever yeah, you know, we always and, feel like depressed after. Yeah, like literally, like very sad because yeah. when you're when you have that many people connecting at that level and working together, everyone's so helpful. Everyone's always offering to help. We try to let the assistants do everything, starts cleaning and everything, mm-hmm. but people just end up working together, and it just that it's almost like how it should. Oh, I I feel like it should be mm-hmm. like right now we're in this big house and we don't know our neighbors and there's no real connection with there's no sense of community, but you really get that big time at the retreat and then when it's gone it's like it is kind of sad there's yeah. a there's a lull but there's, that's okay that's part of the integration it's, well yes exactly it's it just shows you how it. beautiful it was mm-hmm. and it's it's like we get that so just know like if you come to one of our retreats and you're feeling like that after you're not alone in that you know every everybody that leaves the retreat feels a little bit sad for a few days yeah you know it's 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 always perfect it's part of it yeah yeah and another thing too and then we can kind of go is um the uh after the fact like if you are ha- have done some really really big work um then uh we are here for you to help you with your integration process of um learning you know how to deal with that sorry victor Somebody just came to our door, and so it's distracting me from what I'm saying. Um, So anyway, we're here for you guys after, too, if you're struggling with integration. So, you know, it's not just because the retreat's over doesn't mean the connection's completely lost. Yeah. Well, anyway, that about sums it up. Would you agree, love? Yeah. So, all right, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this. Hope it informed you and gave you a clear understanding of what we do. And uh, we'll see you all next week. You have an amazing day, an amazing week. Namaste. Namaste.